You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch Podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch Podcast. It's Monday, July 11th. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. The big stories from this past week. Portland building permit reviews get even slower. Investors are starting to look again in urban markets. Rent growth and property values outpace inflation. What does that mean for multifamily? HFO's podcasts are sponsored by Gantry Incorporated, the country's largest independent mortgage banking firm focused exclusively on commercial real estate. HFO is your leading multifamily real estate firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news briefing. It's still a long slog to get a building permit in Portland, but auditors say the city have made substantial progress in identifying its problems and coming up with plans to solve them. A report from the city auditor's office last March found that slow permit reviews could slow the city's economic recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic and hamper the production of much-needed housing. It placed much of the blame on the lack of coordination between many of the city's bureaus that must weigh in on each proposal. In the months since, the city has only gotten slower at processing most permits, according to its own dashboard. Last month, it took the city about twice as long to evaluate building permits than its goal, nearly 200 days. For example, to grant a permit for a new commercial building compared to its goal of 71 days, a typical permit for housing alteration should take 27 days to approve, but in each of the past 12 months, it has taken more than 50. Many complaints are still piling up unresolved, which auditors had to cast as a major customer service failure. But the city plans to hire new employees to focus on the issue. The city council, meanwhile, passed rules that would standardize when code and fee changes take effect making those changes easier for permitting staff to track and avoid delays that occur when they're often overlooked. More ordinances aimed at reforming the permitting system are expected in the coming months. After the Federal Reserve's borrowing rate increases this year, the total number of property sales in May slid nationally, while price gains slowed in smaller markets away from the largest U.S. cities. The CoStar Commercial Repeat Sales Indices, which monitor price differences in sales of the same property, showed that larger purchases common in the biggest markets rose 1.3% in May, its first advance since the beginning of 2022. The uptick represents a shift for investors who generally began turning away from high prices and urban density during the pandemic. The index was up 14.7% in the 12 months ending May, and 27.6% higher than it was in February 2020 before the onset of COVID-19. A separate equal-weighted index shows that sales typical of those smaller markets, often with populations of less than 5 million people, rose 1.4% in May to reach a record high. Still, it was a smaller gain than it was in April, where it advanced 2.1%. The index rose 14.8% in the 12 months ending in May and is now at 27.2% above its pre-pandemic level in February 2020. The slower price gains reflected in the equally-weighted index come after a second consecutive month of fewer deals. Total transaction volume fell 9.3% to $15.6 billion in May. The drop in repeated sales was even steeper. There were 356 fewer repeat sale deals in May than the prior month, a decline of 17.1%. And rent growth and property values are outpacing inflation. What does that mean for multifamily? Rent growth and property values outpacing inflation create a unique opportunity for investors with multifamily developments. Commercial real estate values have soared over the past two years, with most sectors climbing past pre-COVID levels by over 14%.
The recent strength in the real estate market can be attributed to several factors, including a long period of extremely low interest rates and a large number of investors that began to turn to the real estate as a way to hedge against inflation. Multifamily real estate has performed especially well because of the major housing shortage and collapse in affordability. The increase in average rents far outpaced inflation across the country because of the growing demand of rental units, which lead to greater net operating income and higher appreciation for most multifamily assets. With little reason to expect the demand for rentals to slow anytime soon, multifamily properties continue to be an attractive asset class for investors. So what's the problem? The problem heard around the industry is a lack of availability of quality properties that can be acquired at a price that will still offer enticing returns. The greatest opportunities in multifamily space appear to be in development projects. Rent growth and appreciation both outpaced the increase in construction costs in 2021, which are up 17.5%, the highest in 50 years. This gives developers the ability to construct a superior product in the market while still being able to offer competitive rental rates. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Be sure to check out our most recent HFO TV interviews. We have an interview with Washington labor economist Scott Bailey, who talks about employment growth and inflation. HFO TV interviews are available on our website or our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Department Investor blog, available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.